0: It was very, very
1: difficult. Some people jumped in, and then they got their feet and they wanted to fight the good fight—the good fight, you know that is—and and, and um, just it was, it was, it was exhausting. And you know, I tried to tell them that look, you have got to look—you can't just watch Fox News; you got to watch CNN. You can't just watch CNN; you got to watch Fox. Change the radio station you listen to in your car. You, you already know who you are, but hear the other side, hear another perspective. So I tried to preach all that, but I tell you what—that was. That was some exhausting times for me. Brothers and sisters!
0: Brothers and sisters! I don't know what this world is coming to! You're listening to the Black and Blue Podcast, a discussion and celebration of the roles of African Americans and other minorities in U.S. law enforcement. Your host on the Black and Blue podcast is Dale Peters, a law enforcement professional with over twenty years' experience in the business. Hop on board this Black and Blue train of interviews, current events, and pop culture conversations. So get ready, the Black and Blue podcast is coming at you right now. What up, fam? You turned it. You tuned into the Black and Blue podcast. I'm your host, Dale. Thank you for joining me here today's episode. I appreciate you all. And uh, before we get started with today's guest, let me remind you to please like and subscribe to the Black & Blue Podcast YouTube channel or whatever podcast platform you're listening to me on right now. And uh, make sure you click on that bell icon on the YouTube channel so you don't miss any new content. Also, check out the Black & Blue Podcast social media pages. You can find us on Black & Blue US on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're all over the place. So, uh, today's guest is recently retired from the uh, police as a police chief from the Ontario Police Department in California after almost 30 years of service. Everybody, please help me welcome in Chief Derek Williams. How you doing, sir?
1: I am great. I'm great. How you doing, bro?
0: Excellent. Excellent. Appreciate you for coming on.
1: I am glad to be here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We had a, for everybody out there, we had a couple of difficulties, technical difficulties getting the chief on here, um, but we we worked those out, and we are here now. I appreciate you coming on.
1: I appreciate you. You know, when I was a chief, I had people do stuff for me. I thought it was my on my end, but I'm glad it wasn't me, and we're good.
0: <laughs> no, nah, well, it definitely was not on your end, so yeah, you, you, you did good on that. Had me thinking there for a little bit. I was like, am I doing something wrong? How can I have him on here? And then Yeah, no, nah, but it was it was on their end but we got it fixed so appreciate you coming yes, back sir. on having the time for me so uh, like i mentioned in the, in the uh, monologue there you are recently retired from the ontario california police department tell everybody uh how long you were there um and how long you were chief
1: well i started ontario police department in january of 1991 um goal was to get to 30 years uh, i came just a tad bit short of it you know there was a uh, some some they made me an offer i couldn't refuse so i went ahead and 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 took the incentive Um, i was chief for uh three years um part of that time i was a deputy chief and the chief before me had had an injury so he was gone for a while so um, almost probably four years of running the place uh, a lot of gray hair now that's what they left me with a lot of gray hair (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like uh, you ever see those those old photos what they do of uh, ex-presidents, you know, at the start of their uh, their administration and then all through the years like like Obama. He's totally grayed out, you know, <laughs> exactly. then, uh, when, when I
1: first when I first started, you know, that movie Ricochet came out. And so I had a picture, a picture of Denzel, and I, you know, I, I was Denzel. Oh, yeah, I was yeah. Denzel, my younger thing. And then when I got to the end, man, I was Morgan Freeman when I left that place. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan Freeman. Yeah, man.
0: They yeah, got yeah, me. yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Morgan Freeman from seven though, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you know, a lot of good service. Thank you for your service out there. Tell everybody, you know, your progression, uh, through the Ontario is at the first place and the only place you, you, uh, you work for.
1: Yes. Yes. Um, okay. I was in, I was in the military, um, okay. served in the air force. Um, you know, Thank I, you for I, your a, service? I grew up in LA. Oh, no problem. No problem. Grew up in LA, you know, uh, thought I was you know end up in the league or something you know because I thought I was a big baller and you know that didn't work out didn't really have money for college so I went to the military baller, baller, which, which,
0: which mil- sport which sport
1: how oh, basketball okay basketball okay. so um you know got married and then it was time to get out in the air force in the military either stay in or you get out and I said you know what four years in let me let me go out and get out and um I needed a job and I applied at you know LAPD and, and Ontario. Didn't know anything really about the Inland Empire, but I got hired Ontario first. So I took it and um, stayed there. Great organization in the Inland Empire. Um, it's grown a lot, and, and I just kind of just worked my way up the ranks.
0: Yeah, yeah. Back and especially back in the '90s, uh, Ontario was a was a a lot of nothing back then. Um, yeah, I grew up in the LA area too, and then I had a a buddy whose parents moved out to actually to Ontario years ago and, and we came out to visit them, you know, help them move in and all that. We were like, man, this is far. And then yeah, what's Ontario, you know, cause I was out like in the Pasadena okay. area, but uh, okay. yeah. Yeah. And, and then now Ontario just is blown
1: up. It's, it's
0: really oh, yeah, a huge yeah. city now.
1: Mm-hmm. It really is. Great city. Yeah. Great city. I say yeah. this whole area has this it's potential with the capital P, you know, and, and it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's developing. It's, it's, it's doing all right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And they've got the, uh, the international airport uh, over there now and uh, what was that process like taking over that airport because uh, at first it was part of the city of LA's airport and then what was all that that transition like?
1: So that was you know give our give our uh, politicians credit um, you know when something's in your backyard we're responsible for it and like, like you said it was run by LA and you know they'd have all these exercises and stuff and, and you know simulation stuff but every time we did something you know, it, it was a 45 minute drive for LA people. So we would have to handle it. So from a policing perspective, it was very, very difficult. And then, you know, um, being a secondary airport, you always wanted to be able to control your own destiny and, and we weren't getting a lot of flights. So our, our politicians did that. i say all that to say that, you know, when the policing model came in, you know, we had to build it from the ground up. We had to look what LAPD or what LAWA had and what we could do with. So we had to hire a lot of people. We had to get a lot of people trained um, and, and, and and give folks a a a sense of being safe when they travel Ontario so it was it was very very chaotic and it's still still going on now you know we had built up for it the pandemic happened and then all the flights had slowed down so it it was tough from that but um, it's gonna be a great place it's 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 gonna be all right
0: yeah yeah I would love to you know because I'm in the Inland Empire here too and I would love to, you know, make some of those flights out of Ontario, um, but sometimes, you know, just some of those those flights weren't available. And then, you know, had to go all the way to LAX and, you know, t- right. passing one airport just to get to another, you know, didn't make sense to me. You know what I mean?
1: It doesn't at all. So, you know, they're going to get the price point down. They're going to get destinations where you don't have to stop. But it was always bad. You know, you look out the window, you say, man, there's Ontario, and you got to drive all the way, fly all the way to L.A., get your car and then drive back in traffic, and that's that's not good. So it's going to happen, though. It's going to happen.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if I'm going to Vegas or something, and I I didn't want to drive, yeah, i could definitely go get them out of Ontario, southwest. But, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're going back east, unfortunately, or or overseas, because my wife is Costa Rican, if we wanted to go to Costa Rica, we had to go all the way to LAX. But, you know, it is what it is, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh as chief over there um for almost 4 years um what what were some, some of the challenges you had to deal with over the years? I know COVID is is one big one. Um how did your mm-hmm. department deal with COVID uh during your tenure there?
1: So we were um uh, we are very very you know we we built up we had a lot of personnel there and we were good. So right when you know I I retired in September, COVID really started in in like February, March. So, you know, we were kind of just paying attention to it, paying attention to it, you know, deploying masks, getting people to wear masks. And a lot of folks inside the building would, you know, they, we would do all this social distancing outside and then you'd walk into the station and and they'd be congregating in the report writing room or congregating in the briefing room. And it's like, no, 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 you gotta spread out, trying to find masks that were uniform, you know, you don't want any labeling on them or or anything like that. So we were just doing that sort of thing, um, dealing with calls for service, Um, just having a model that you know in the beginning we know how bad this was going to be so we were coming up with plans that you know if it got really bad you know 12 on 12 off investigators have to be on the streets you know keep our our dispatch center in a bubble because those men and women that worked in that center were so critical of what we're doing so that was just a lot of a, a lot of thought and had to go into that and 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 luckily we were fine. Uh, we just had a couple cases while I was there, and then, you know, as as the pandemic went on, um, I had understand that just a couple months ago they they got hit really hard, but um, we're fortunate that we were able to have enough resources out there to to serve the community and and not have any impact on that at all.
0: Absolutely, that's good stuff. And uh, you know, we were mentioning all about your your department and and Ontario and the airport and everything. Where is Ontario, first of all, for everybody that you know isn't from out here uh that's where is it situated
1: we're, we're just like 45 minutes well it depends on the traffic you know but we're like 38 <laughs> right. miles east of los angeles you know uh the 10 freeway we're between the 10 and the 60 freeway um you know when you're going to vegas you'll go right past us you're going to palm Springs, you go right past us so we're the west end of san Bernardino county but just east of los angeles right right
0: and uh what was the population
1: uh, probably, uh, you know, residential 190, but with all, you know, Ontario is a balanced community with, with businesses and, and, yeah. um, and residential stuff. So that daytime population probably got to three, 400,000 folks. So it was, it's a, it's a big, it's a fair 53 square miles is the city size. Oh, okay. So it's it's yeah. a nice size city.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, I didn't know it was that large. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, what, what are the, the, the breakdowns of demographics? Ontario
1: majority Hispanic we're probably right around 38% Hispanic mm-hmm. um, like 9% african-american starting to get a, a large um, uh, mandarin um, influx in our, in our southern part of the city and um, okay. probably 30 something yeah oh yeah so that's what for the recruiting part of it we had to find people that can speak that same language you know you want your police department to mirror your community so you know we have to juggle with all that and then you know um the probably um 30 percent is uh, white 40 percent white yeah yeah
0: and and that was uh kind of segue into what i was going to ask you next and, and and you mentioned it right there uh your police department to mirror your community that did you think you you did a good job of that uh, mirroring the community
1: Oh, that's one thing. I, I'm, I was the diversity chief, man. When, when you know, um, when I when I got to Ontario, we had three um, people of color there, and um, that you know, again, you know, walking in in the hallways and, and feeling what I felt, it was, you know, it was it was difficult, challenging in the beginning. But you know, as I was able to sit in a position where um, I can affect change, I, I, I said that's something that I was going to do. So. Um, very, very satisfied with, with what our department looks like. Um they're they're educated, they're athletic, um, they're articulate, and and they mirror the community. So, you know, we we, we have every um ones represented in that police department. So that's one thing that I was very, very proud of.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then uh what what are the numbers of uh of officers at Ontario Hill? How many sworn
1: when I okay, so when I left, um, you know, because of the city had um, been impacted by COVID and and sales tax revenue and all that stuff was was um, lost, you know, through the arena, through the convention center, through the hotel tax. So they were trying to make up thirty four million dollars. So they they did a, a, a buyout and and if if you were able to to leap early so when i left we were over 300 police officers um probably 100 uh civilians we were like 400 uh, personnel in the organization mm-hmm. um i think they got down now to 270 for the cops and and probably um 90 or so for for the civilians or the professionals. Right
0: what what's the authorized strength is it about 300 per swarm? so
1: so so i don't you know again i'm i'm out of the picture so i don't know what the, right the right well, when, you left, when you left when you left yeah w- when i left we were we were 302 302 okay. swarm.
0: nice yeah yeah that's uh it, you always got to deal with attrition and all that stuff and then when covid hit yeah you got to deal with the uh you know the buyouts uh, the golden the golden parachutes and all that type stuff yeah so yeah yeah yeah. take take that if you can Uh, excuse me i got uh another four and then i'm gonna call it and then uh out here so i'm I'm right with you so speaking of it's great speaking of uh (laughs) i know that's all i was gonna ask you speaking of retirement (laughs) uh (laughs) what what are you up to now
1: so again, I you know I, I love to travel, love to travel. Obviously, with COVID, you can't do that. So yeah, uh, none of that now. You know, I I I am picking up this game called golf, and I, I'm I'm enjoying that. Um, that's a it's a game you can't blame anybody but yourself. So right. I'm, I'm enjoying that. My wife is remodeling the inside and outside of the house, so that's, that's keeping me busy as well. So it's. I want to think better than being a chief is being a retired chief.
0: Right. <laughs> right 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 <laughs> hey, how's golf treating you though
1: have your moments man you you have your yeah. moments you know you, you watch those cats on television and you, they make it look so easy and you know it, it's funny i mean you you'll be in a groove on a couple sometimes your, your long game is good and then your short game is terrible it's just it's yeah. it's fresh it's, it's supposed to be fun i'm not getting paid <laughs> to do it but um, i'll, I'll get there one day yeah <laughs> yes. yeah
0: yeah it, it, it's funny because you know uh, you're athletic you know you used to be Ex basketball player and all that, and then uh, and then you get out on on the on the course right there, and it just totally humbles you. And then you look at uh, say like uh, Charles Barkley. You ever see his swing? It looks like you know oh, <laughs> the swing looks terrible. And it's like you know he was <laughs> yeah you know, he was a, a dunker and a rebounder and uh-huh. Uh-huh. ran the floor. And then he gets out there, he got a terrible golf swing. So
1: <laughs> right because it's in his head. That's what this game. That game is in your head. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So. <laughs>
0: All right. And then, uh, you know, you can't do much traveling. But uh, what what are some of the spots that uh, that you want to head to?
1: So I, I love going to Europe. Um, I, 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 you know, it depends. You know, I, I want I want to I want to go to in the wintertime. I want to hit some snow and some slopes in the summertime. I want to hit the beaches. So, you know, I've, I've not been to the DR. I've not been to Costa Rica. Um, I, I want to go to Madrid. Um, it's just it's, it's a you know some people like going to the river every week or every month it's a the globe is huge and i want to i want to get to those spots yeah. so uh, no doubt i'll get yep. there i'll get there
0: yep that, that's that's you know some of the things i want to do as soon as we can do this mm-hmm. uh get get back to normalcy i want to do some traveling too you know the wife and i always okay. want to she she's got some spots she wants to do the bali and all kinds of spots so, What's what's the one um we're on the water they got the little huts on the on right there at the ocean oh fiji um, fiji yeah she wants to do that yes, one yeah. so yeah uh-huh. so i'm like okay well <laughs> let's That's do it hopefully it. this podcast will blow in... up <laughs> yeah hopefully this podcast <laughs> will you... blow up so i can yeah, i can do
1: this anyway. in you know take what you the can, can show do the you road. can do it while you're there yes exactly, yeah, exactly. you can I say can hey, hey no, you're going on the beach i'll, I'll do it <laughs>
0: Yeah, that that's the plan. I want to do some of that. That was another plan I had too right before COVID. I was going to do some uh some on the road type stuff, some in the field type stuff and then COVID hit right around March right right around when I launched this last year, so right. So, you know, things happened and uh you know, I got in contact with you right around that same time and then uh you know, just things just started jumping off so we uh one of the things that jumped off in 2020 was uh, of course BLM and George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, all those other incidents. How did those uh, those events affect your department when you were there?
1: So that was that was really really tough. Um, you know, I, I, you know if if you take me my experience from you know rewind back. So you know I'm I'm a festive kind of person, and um, three four years ago we were going to I was going to, I was deputy I was deputy chief at the time, so maybe it was five years ago and I was going to a a Halloween um, party. And you know, my wife's very festive. She wants to buy these costumes all the time. So she was gonna dress up as an NFL referee. So I was like, okay, well um, I don't wanna spend a lot of money. So I had an Afro, I had some Dre beads. I said, you know what, Colin Kaepernick's in the news now for taking a knee. I'm gonna dress up as Colin Kaepernick. And uh, so my daughter took a picture of us before we left to our party and she posted it on on social media so we went to a we went to two parties i went to a non-cop party and won cost best costume mm-hmm. then i went to a cop party and and they gave me all kind of grief mm-hmm. i go back to work and and this picture's circulating they're sending it to the newspaper send it to my city manager saying that I'm, I'm i'm anti-police i'm like i've been a police officer for twenty something years i was in the military Colin Kaepernick was all about um, police brutality and seeing how it wasn't right. And, and everyone in this yes. building should be that way. So that ship sailed, whatever. I, I get through all that. Um, the, the George Floyd and stuff like that happens. So I'm I'm the chief, right? And, you know, we've got a social media team. And I'm talking to them. And in and, and the entertainment business, they went with the black square to take a pulse off of social media, right? So I'm like, you know what? Let's let's do that. And I think I think that I wrote you know um, something along the lines that um, what happened to George Floyd was terrible. It shouldn't have happened, and, and he was murdered. Something something along those lines. Man, people in an organization got upset with me. What are you doing? What does this mean? What's this black? This black that? I go. It's it's a, taking a pause from social media is all it is. So people were really upset, so I had to have an all-hands meeting, I had to call people in. And I said, look, we're dealing with a very, very troubling time. I'm a cop, you're a cop. I'm the chief. I said, but I'm not just the chief for the Ontario Police Department, I'm a chief for the entire city of Ontario, and we've got to connect with the community, because that's what this is all about. But it was very, very difficult. Some people jumped in and then they got their feet and wanted to fight the good fight, the good fight, you know that is, and and um just it was it was it was exhausting and you know i tried to tell them that look you've got to look you can't just watch fox news you got to watch cnn you can't just watch cnn you got to watch fox change the radio station you listen to in your car you you already know who you are but hear the other side hear another perspective Mm -hmm. so i tried to preach all that but i tell you what that was that was some exhausting times for me
0: (laughs) tell me about it yep and 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 i'm (laughs) living it on on a lower level um Mm-hmm. Not as a chief, but you know, as as one of the the rank and file, and and I see that as well. You know, walk to the station, and and Fox News is on. Uh, you know, so let's bring some balance. You know, let let's do some uh, CNN, or or let's not have either one on. You know, let's put on ESPN. If that's what I'm saying. Let's put that right. on and yeah. leave, leave politics right. out of the station to begin with. But uh, you know, th- those events. Um, with BLM and George Floyd and all that, you know, those are those are events that, uh, you know, affected us all across the country. So, you know, we couldn't put our heads in the sand on that. We had to definitely deal with that. And uh, did your city have a bunch of protests and, and any of that going on in Ontario?
1: So what, what's funny is, you know, the the mayor, you know, I've known the mayor. He was a city councilman for many, many years. So we, we had a lot of conversations about things. And, you know, he, he was like, hey, chief, do you mind? I have um, activists so and so um do you mind talking to him no i don't mind talking to him i have people in my office all the time talking about things um i i we were prepared we were prepared we had folks deployed um we even had a moment of um we implemented a curfew because of what was going on in fontana what was going on in san Bernardino. but we didn't have those problems in ontario i'd say number one because we were prepared but number two you know the things that I was doing or, or my, the organization was doing is by getting out and talking to folks. Um, you know, we went with two man units, but we didn't wear our riot gears in the car. We had our stuff in the trunk. To be prepared, just don't be antagonistic, just be prepared. And that was a great, great um, process for us. So we didn't have anything. We, we had some people that were peacefully protesting. We went out, we monitored, we talked to them. But as far as looting and crimes and all that, we, we didn't. So I want to thank the folks of Ontario for that.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, so because you didn't have any any issues in Ontario, did you do a lot of mutual aid? I, I know we did. We, we, we My department, we went out to San Bernardino quite a lot. I mean, uh, uh, we bordered them. So obviously we were there. But uh, what, what about your city?
1: So, yes, we went to Fontana. We went to San Bernardino. And we went to Upland. Uh, those were the three, and then you know we had conversations with, with people at Chino when they were when stuff was preparing, but um, we were fortunate we we didn't you know back in, in um, when BLM first happened um, we we had some stuff on the border of Ontario and on Rancho, um, and then there was some stuff in Rancho that was pretty peaceful, but it was just it was just volatile. But you know, yeah, yeah. again, we didn't have anything, but I think part of this is, you know, chance favors a prepared mind and and we were we were always ready. We went through these exercises. We had talk and dialogue and and we had to have supervisor approval to, to go out and do things. So it was I'm glad it was all over with.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that part of it, yeah, is over with. But uh this is gonna be a continual thing that we gotta we gotta work together and you know move forward. And part of that moving forward is is reform and, and reimagining police what what are your thoughts on that
1: well it's funny when people talking about defunding the police and, and you know that's you know a, a catchphrase out there but police are needed um, yep. it's a difficult job and and you, you, you got to call us and you we, we are part of part of society um, can we use more health care providers can we use more mental um, health professionals most definitely? Um, you know, and, and coming up in, in my time, you know, there was a time where, you know, someone would get a call and it's a man in the house that's suicidal. You know, what would we do? We will go in the house and then what happens? Mm-hmm. The guy has a knife, cops have a gun and it's a shootout. That didn't make any sense. So we've changed our way of doing things. Right. But, um, you know, those that don't like the police are saying that you shouldn't have SROs, you shouldn't have cops in schools. And, and, and I, you know, again, I was a cop for 30 years, so I beg to differ. I think that we are, able to get involved early and, and deter crime and, and, and be a positive role model. So I, I enjoy those side of things. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's, what's unfortunate about our profession is, is one bad, you know, apple spoils a bunch. And, and, and we've got some cops that have done some terrible things and it, it they will, wants to throw us all and lump us all together. And, and it's not very fair, but we're needed. Um, I think that our, our new cops, new generations are smarter. Um, they're, they're more in tune. So I think we'll get better. I'm foolishly optimistic that things will get better. It's going to be tough. I don't envy the men and women out there in the streets right now because um, they're tested. There's cameras in their face all the time, um, and you can't win. So it's it's tough,
0: very very tough. Yeah, yeah. But then uh, you know we're we're wearing cops, uh, not wearing cops. We're wearing cameras as cops as well. So you know um, Mm -hmm. it's just a different society. You know nowadays uh, everyone's. You know, like you said, got a camera in their pocket, so you know they, they mm-hmm. pop it out whenever there's an incident and, and they all up in there. And and a lot of that is good and bad. It, uh, you know, had it not been for a, a camera in someone's pocket, we wouldn't have seen you know George Floyd. But uh, you know, going all the way back, um, to Rodney King, had that you know that person had not had a, a big old <laughs> camcorder, right. you know, that they had back then, uh, you know, we wouldn't have seen that, so uh, you know watchdog isn't 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 a bad thing it kind of you know keeps us oh, no.
1: no, not at all i mean again we we went body cameras many many years ago and i think that you know our folks were resistant at first but uh the men and yep. women love those things now because it protects them it protects oh yeah
0: them. oh yeah yeah I, I know in my department you know a lot of us were reluctant um with that as well um even with the audio recorders when we first went to those and then uh now when you get a get those letters in your box saying that, you know, there was an IA that you didn't know about, but you were cleared because of the recording. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Thank you. You know, (laughs) exactly. exactly. Somebody lodges that complaint and and they just look at the recordings and it didn't happen that way, sir or ma'am. So, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. but you know, those things keep us, keep both sides honest. We, we hope. Exactly. Definitely. Definitely. So, uh, you know, we were talking about uh, what your, what your plans are as chief of police, retired um and you you mentioned that you had a family as well Uh, what's the family life for you
1: so i'm empty nesters now um oh my wife is going to be pulling the plug pretty soon um kids ball the the girls all live in la um you know grandparents so it's a good life now I'm, i'm i'm time to to just relax i mean even when my youngest moved out she even took the dog with her so i'm I'm happy about that so i have no real responsibilities other than myself
0: yeah well <laughs> you and uh you and the wife
1: oh yeah but you know she should be she 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 should be on her own i shouldn't have to take care of her like you know the dog i take no, the dog no. out or i gotta take the dog <laughs> here, here just me
0: she she took she took the dog too
1: yeah i was kind of glad wow I was kinda glad Oh, uh, really? Actually, what, what kind of dog? My was wife you? was butthurt. A little shih tzu mix or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. It's a, Something on little dogs.
0: <laughs> yeah, you you want a big dog, huh?
1: I don't want any dogs. <laughs> oh, you don't want any dog.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, that's dude, like I'm the,
1: telling the, you, man. A, all them years of doing stuff, I don't want uh, nothing. Just me. I'm tired. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well yeah hopefully that'll wear off i mean yeah, i'm sure you got some other some other irons in the fire um because golfing i'm sure is gonna get old after a little while um you got anything other than travel that you know you want to stay busy professionally
1: so you know prefer, you know i think as far as work stuff you know it's funny people hit me up call me a couple of times to do some things i think man you know what uh, I think I'm done working. I really do. You know, I'll, I'll um, you know, I don't, I don't have that cool DJ voice like you, so I can't do a podcast. No. Uh, <laughs>
0: I, I beg to differ, uh, Chief. You, I, I like your voice. <laughs> I, I beg to differ.
1: Uh, you know, I I think that, that that kids are important. So, um, I you know, I always thought maybe I'd i do some some refereeing or some some mentoring or something. I was like, I'll, you know, who knows? I just I keep my okay. head open and, and and if my heart's in the right place, then not, then I'll do it. If not, then I'll just do me. But I I think yeah. as far as like punching a clock going in, uh dealing with hundreds right. of people those days are done.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I did a show a live show uh few months back with some some cops that are also uh, big time referees in uh NCAA. and uh that that that's that would be a good thing to get into if uh you know, if you like to travel. You know, what what you say you do, mm-hmm. but you know, they're not going to any garden spots. They're going to like, you know, <laughs> Iowa. <Here. and laughs> Wisconsin, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah uh-huh. that's where they're going. But yeah, that, that's that's a good, uh, good release. Get out, and you still yes. get back and you know get back into the game that you love. And mm-hmm. and, and and mentioning that, uh, what what'd you play?
1: Oh, I was a little little three. You know, uh, I couldn't. You know, I didn't, I didn't have a real smooth J. I I was just kind of the athletic guy that uh, you know just was was the, the team player, man, the consummate team player you know, I just, I, I loved it. I love energy active. Guy, you know, going, energy guy. Yeah. 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 And so I think that, you know, refereeing would be good because, you know, it's running. I like to run, you know, and, and just staying healthy, trying to, you know, not, I don't want to, you know, they say uh, move it or lose it. So, you know, I yeah. want to, I want to stay, you know, healthy. So I think that that's yes. what, what exercise is about.
0: Definitely. Definitely. And, uh, is that what you're doing? You, you, uh, you're running the kind of I, i'm not a big runner i, I know you got to do that cardio but i'm not a big runner is, mm-hmm. is that what you're doing to, to to stay healthy
1: yeah that and it's funny i got a peloton not a, a commercial peloton but um, i got that before the uh the pandemic happened and and that's sort saw ride that bike you know I, I go bike riding sometimes um you know um Used to go to the gym a lot, but you know, can't really do that. So just a little some push ups at the house, jogging, you know, when once the yeah. gyms open up, get back in there and do that. And then it's it's a social aspect to it as well. You know, you're seeing people yeah. like minded that are healthy and happy. So those are the things that, you know, I'm looking forward to. Right.
0: We'll tell you what though, Chief, since uh, since you're empty nesters now, you need to turn one or two of those rooms into a, a, a straight up exercise room. Uh, The wife and I, we did that in the garage because the gyms are closing, opening, closing, opening, closing. So you know, I just say, you know what, let's just make this into a gym. So we got you know the whole squat rack and and dumbbells and we we got it all. So that when the gyms do open back up, you know, I'm good. I don't right, right, yeah, I I don't need to go there anymore. So, but it's one of those never ending. Uh, problems, because you're always gonna see something else you want. Oh, what about the that machine there, you know, that press, that leg press, or you know, <laughs> or whatever that uh-huh. preacher curl, whatever. You know, there's always something you're gonna have to buy, and then <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at the gym you don't have to worry about that. You, you just pay your <laughs> pay your $19 and go. Yeah, uh
1: huh, uh And again, yeah. a matter of just being disciplined to do it too, instead of you know, I used right. to I used to say the hardest part about um, going to the gym was actually going to the gym. You know, because once you're yeah. there, you're there so yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I, I, you know at the house you know it's like you know all oh, the tv's on or the phone rings or something so you know yeah yeah i may do that but my, my wife she 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 she's the boss of all that so you know if she says no then we ain't doing that or if she did did <laughs> not spend a million bucks on it so
0: uh no doubt no doubt yeah yeah but you, you can find some good deals and and, and, and get, oh, you, yeah. get yourself get yourself right the tough part for me is uh when we first got it I was heavy hard, you know. I was doing, uh, you know, I started at 0700, seven, you know, at, at work. So I was getting up at four thirty, doing the cardio, getting ready for work, going to work, coming back, and then doing doing the weights. Um, mm-hmm. now getting up at the four thirty part, <laughs> that's kind of lagging. It's a little hard now. I still I still come home, but you know I, I need to get back on the cardio more. You know, so that, that's the tough part. So, yeah, working on that, working on that. So, uh, yeah. so what, 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 did you do as uh as an officer, uh, with Ontario? What what some of the assignments that you
1: had there? So, you know, when I, when I first started, you know, just wanted to get in the car and drive the black and white. So I did that. Then when I had like two years on the, um, started with the, they, they started a bike program and bicycle patrol and, and a lot of people didn't want to do it. I'm a young guy. I said, you know what, let me do that. So I did that. I started the bicycle program there, did that for like two years. Uh, But, you know, I I loved um, narcotics and, you know, I would work part-time with the guys in in narcs periodically and then finally I was able to do that. So um, I I worked narcotics and then I was an FTO and then I was a detective and sex crimes and homicide. And then I went back to narcotics. Then after that, I went to patrol as a sergeant. And then i went to personal training where i did the hiring and I, I enjoyed doing that and then you know then it got boring man then it was lieutenant captain yeah and, you know all that stuff is we're not really a cop anymore
0: so nah, no 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah i i like narcotics too I, I worked at uh i was with the so on the on the task force over there i'm sure you know what that is um for a few years and 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 i was that's good stuff but you know these, these uh drug laws here in in the in the state of california and everywhere is kind of changing on the street level you know it's it's not really worth Mm -hmm. it you know because nobody's getting any time so unless you unless you're doing majors um i don't know a lot a lot of teams are starting to fall by the wayside because you know it's not even worth it anymore
1: yeah so we we changed after the drug laws changed so we just went from like a narcotics team to a a crime impact team, um, yeah. a, a career my criminal as well, yeah. uh, division, because you know people that have guns have drugs that are also involved in in, in human trafficking and things of that sort. So terrorizing neighborhood. so we kind of focused our our our, um, our goals on that and, and and to keep Ontario safe. But I tell you what, back in the day, that that drug stuff was was pretty fun, man. Working narcotics was it yeah. was a blast. It was the best time of my career.
0: Yep, yep. And then you then you grow up and you got <laughs> you got to go be admin, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly 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 yeah it was no worries. total different jobs man total different job yeah
0: i know uh, earlier you mentioned that uh when you first started you know walking through the halls of uh almost you know 300 member department and you know like you're one of uh under 10 black officers there uh had that started to change uh, you know over the years is it you know is it up in the in the teens and the 20s and the 30s now
1: Got it up, black to, up to up to twenties. Yeah, we got it up to up to like twenty two. You know, it, it's funny. You know, it's it's you know just my experience is, is you know being in a car like in arcs and having a, a, a another um, another black dude in a car with you and just the, the having the music on and knowing the you know the knowing the stories from and you watch the same things yeah. on television. So that was just kind of <laughs> that was just it was just things that you know you didn't really take for granted and it was like wow it was refreshing and and you know i, was, I remember like as as um, as a deputy chief or a chief or something walking in the locker room and man you're hearing like the icy brothers play in the locker room i was like wow it was yeah. just it was just it just it was just nice yeah. to just to just hear that and you know i went from the time where you know if i was in the corner talking to two or three black dudes people would ever look at us like what are you guys talking about like we're yeah. talking about where we're we going yeah. to lunch it's the same thing that's going on throughout the building but people would feel <laughs> threatened buy that for for whatever reason and um you know i just i'm glad that that all that that was over with man at, at, you know again people people will be bigots people will hold on to things but as long as it's not out in the open man you know i tried to tell people you know i'd come by the house i have some barbecue you know I, I i don't have a gas well i have a gas grill but i mean i charcoal my stuff i smoke my meat you know just this just, just, you know yeah come by and, and just have some try some grits man you know
0: okay question so, of the try, day try to get him a question okay. of the day since you mentioned grits okay are you sugar okay. and butter or are you team sugar and salt grits I mean I'm uh, butter salts, and salt butter and salt okay you don't you don't, you don't, you don't do sugar and salt you don't do sugar on grits no
1: you know <laughs> I I don't but you know as a kid I used to put jelly on them I used to Ge- put jelly what? on them as a kid what? yeah jelly? yeah get it to turn like get it to turn like a little purplish you know oh that, that was being a kid yeah okay yeah okay, i right, yeah. salt man <laughs> <laughs> you like sugar on your
0: grits? You know, it's it's when I'm doing it in the morning, yeah, I do that. But if I'm doing it as part of you know another meal, no, nah, I don't do sugar with it. Ah, uh, so oh, okay. I, okay. yeah, yeah, it's like one of those uh, 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 chicken and waffles sort of thing. Uh-huh. You know, I don't necessarily uh, oh, do okay, the, okay. okay, yeah, yeah, you know how it is. So, but mm-hmm. you know, most of the time, most of the time, I'm sorry to say, I only eat grits in the in the morning. So most of the time when I eat grits, it's it's gonna be sugar. So. You know, it, is what it is. I don't
1: do jelly, though.
0: I don't do jelly or honey. Okay. And-
1: well, you know, I, I mean, it was it was I was a kid, man. You know, it was just, you know, it was. It got to the point where my daughter was still doing like, what are you doing? You're grown now. Stop it. You know, stop that. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So uh, what were uh, some of the most rewarding parts of your job as chief?
1: Oh, a- as a chief, the, the most rewarding was. um uh, I, I think the way the organization looked, you know, I mean, we, we brought in women. I mean, there was a time where, you know, we had, I don't know how many women, three or four women. And then I just said, you know what, women are 50% of the society, so we got to start hiring. So I went on a direct recruiting campaign, and then we started bringing girls in and we had women in and then we got a we had a our, our own golf uh foursome in a tournament and I was like wow that's pretty cool and then it got to the point man where we had a an all women softball team so I was like man this is this is good and 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 you know these girls are athletic they're educated they're smart so just bringing in diversity I mean I got mandarin officers in there filipino officers in there hispanic officers I mean so we we had everything so that's as a chief you know, we, we took over the airport, um, and, and and we're diverse and, and, and you know, we we stayed out of the newspaper. So those are the things that that truly made me ha- me happy as a, as a chief.
0: I oh, no doubt staying out <laughs> staying out of the paper, yeah, that, that's <laughs> goal number one for a chief, I'm sure.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes.
0: You mentioned, uh, you know, going out and being intentional on recruiting females and recruiting different uh, uh, subsets of society. How does that look? When you're being intentional with that, with, uh, you know, you say we're going to focus on females or we're going to focus on African-Americans or we're going to focus on mandarins. How, how does that look for the rest recruiting re- the rest of the candidates out there?
1: So I, I think that, you know, we talk about mirroring the community. So, you know, when, when there were Black Lives Matter protests going on, you know, to be successful in, in gathering intel, you have to be able to have personnel that can can be involved in being in. in Boots on the ground, so to speak, yep. to, to gather information. So, if you don't have people of color, if you don't have black men in your organization, how are you going to get that information? Yep. You know, when as far as the managers come to town and and they're moving in. So, if there's a, if there's a crime spree downtown or in their community, um, or or there's a lack of trust, if you're not speaking the same language, how, how do you build that trust? If females are, are, are half of half of our society. Um, they're 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 needed. I mean, women are smarter than men. You know, men want to get up and and I don't tell my wife that. Don't tell my
0: wife that. And you know <laughs> you,
1: you you know you want to buck up, so to speak. But with this new policing, you have to do working smarter and, and and being less confrontational. That's what that's what women bring to the table. So those are things that I think that makes our organization better. So yes, there were people that were like, oh, this this place is getting dark, or this place is well, what? Because on on the day shift we had what. Like, eight or nine girls on one shift and people were like what's going on but that that's a beautiful thing to me it yeah. was beautiful and yep. and i i'd say to you she's smarter than you she's more athletic than you you're just you're just worried because you're gonna be working for her
0: yeah yep that part right there yep, yep. right so right. uh yeah what what were the uh kind of the more challenging parts of being chief
1: you know it's funny you know it's the the politics you know again i just kind of stayed away from that um Mm -hmm. you know kind of the you know believing that there was a a a never-ending amount of money to deal with for the checkbook but but budgets are are very very important um just the need of sharing information this whole social media thing you know i would have to you know people are i have to police through facebook and instagram and, and and deal with those issues instantaneous because you know something would happen and I'd, I'd, I'd like to gather information before i shared it with the council or the city manager but because some streamer was there or some some blogger was there they would put that information out and, and what's on the internet isn't always true so just having to always be engaged as as a chief man your phone when your phone rings it's always not always but most times bad news at two three in the morning so you know just always worrying about what's going on you know you watch police pursuits and you know, I, you know, you watch them now, but when they was coming eastbound on the 10, I'm like, man, please don't come to Ontario. Please don't come to Ontario. <laughs> so just the constant <laughs> load. Yeah, it was, it was a constant load. But, you know, um, I enjoyed the succession planning. I enjoyed um, mentoring folks, getting people in the positions they want to be in, you know, going out and talking to people going to schools. That, that that part was good. But yeah. it was, there was a lot of other bags that came with it, though.
0: No doubt. No doubt. That's why you get paid the big bucks, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what they say. Yes. What I don't know say. what it did to my insights, Oprah. I don't know what it did to <laughs> for, my insights.
0: For real, for real. Uh you talk about, you know, succession plans and mentoring. Uh what what sort of processes did you do for uh you know, for that process to to allow, you know, other African Americans, other uh, females, uh, other uh you know gays, uh, other minorities in, in the department to, to kind of move up and, and, and be who they are while they're moving up
1: well again you 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 have to be who you are you you can't change the color of your skin you can't change um um, who you love you 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 can't do those things so your goal is just to make them feel comfortable embrace them you know i had two doors in my office and and if it wasn't something going on confidential or i couldn't be disturbed i had both those doors open i made it people welcome to come in i would talk to people you know walk the hallways um you know if you hear something you'd correct it um you know embrace it i think that you know you know I'm a retired guy now so they don't care, but you know people would they want to be successful so they'll mimic your behavior. So if, if I were doing something, other folks would want to model that. And you know it may have been a facade, it may have been an act for them to, to move up their ranks. but I, I think in the meantime people felt comfortable. Like I said, you, you want to come to, you spend more time at work than you do at home. So it's two families and you should you should be happy at work. and so we would do our part to to make sure that you are happy. And and listen, to folks, and talk to them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right. And uh, wh- wh- where do you see law enforcement going here in the future? Um, as far as you know, there's been lots of changes since you came on in '91. What wh- do what do you see the, as the future of law enforcement?
1: You know, um, I, I, it's going to be more and more difficult. But with technology, you know, with with you know with with what Axon is doing out there, you know, they they want to you know come out with a a non-lethal type, um, weapon. And I, and I think that, you know, we will get there that the, what the public wants shooting in the leg and shooting in the hand, you know, as you know, that's very, very difficult and that, that does not possible. But I, I think technology is our best friend, you know, it's a force multiplier, you know, cameras are everywhere. You know, it's mm-hmm. a double-edged sword that, you know, if, if you don't see it on camera or on video, it didn't happen, but right. so much we get accomplished by, by having, you know, the, the the cameras out in the field to to put cases together. The technology with the phones and all that. Those things will help. And and there's a lot of smart people out there that uh, support law enforcement and, and you know, we talk about all the other issues going on, but law enforcement, at least in our community, is still supported. Our our community supports us. Uh, we've got a difficult job to do, I think that the screening process is getting more difficult which is a good thing because there's some people that that do slip through the cracks but i think those folks will be held accountable and for their actions and and hopefully it doesn't have an effect on law enforcement as a whole because that's where we get stained that's where we have problems yeah
0: yep i agree all right well great conversation here with you chief appreciate it appreciate you coming Uh, back on after the technical difficulties we had and (laughs) Being available here on your Sunday, I know you probably want to get out there on on the course, right?
1: I think I think today I think I'm going to go. I think we're going to go to lunch, and I think that I think the Michigan basketball game. Michigan, I think they come on a little bit, so I'm watch them. They're pretty good squad. I think from Final Four. Think about them. You know, Jawan Howard. I think he's he got those cats playing ball, man. I think that. Okay. I think just just watch out for him. It's you know, Gonzaga is Gonzaga, Baylor's Baylor, but I just I love March Madness, so. Watch yes, college yes. basketball. So I get my pools already, get my picks yeah. already.
0: That That's probably the only time I really pay attention to college basketball nowadays. Although, you know, back in the day, you know, when I was coming up, you know, used to pay attention year round. You know, that's when Georgetown was big and, and North yeah. Carolina and, and all that. You know, it's back in the day with Ewing and 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 uh, I, A.I. and all those all those cats were playing back uh-huh. then. It's, it's just different, man, because, you know, one and done, and you you, don't, you can't really yes, get invested exactly. in these cats now. So
1: that's, the that's true. But, that is that is true. That is true. Yeah, yeah, that is true. But, is uh, true. you know, but they got to make that money.
0: <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. No, I don't I don't I'm not hating on them for it. You know, <laughs> don't make that money. But I'm just saying as me as a right. fan, you know, I don't really pay attention to because there's really no urgency, no, no need for me to be invested in them because they're not going to be around. Mm-hmm. But. But uh, you know, I pay attention to the Lakers and and my Niners and a little bit a little bit on the baseball side. But uh, you know, okay,
1: but yeah. So jump on the Dodgers. But, Dodgers are good.
0: Yes, the Dodgers are good. They are good. You know, and I pay attention. I you got that, the blue. That's another one. That's <laughs> another one. Yeah, that's another one I pay attention to uh, uh, during the during the playoffs. You know, baseball is just a long, long season. But uh, uh, true. But we're not done yet here, Chief. Uh, like I like I mentioned okay. before, we got a little, little trivia here for you. I think those technical difficulties <laughs> that that server kind of trans <laughs> transformed my whole setup here, but oh, we, we got through it. Don't okay. worry about it. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. We got through the real good stuff, which was, you know, about being chief and, and all that good stuff. So I appreciate that. Appreciate you coming back on. Go enjoy your day. Uh, you know, continue to wash your hands, mask up and, and stay oh, yeah. stay safe.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate yes, sir. you. Thank you, sir. All right. Appreciate you. Thank you.
0: Alright y'all We are done with this episode Of the Black and Blue Podcast I want to thank retired police chief Derek Williams Of the Ontario, California Police Department For bearing with me through all the technical difficulties Of this episode Through the magic of editing You guys didn't notice any of them But that's what we do here on the Black and Blue Podcast And in law enforcement in general We adapt And we overcome If you all appreciated this episode Show brothers some love like and subscribe to the black and blue podcast youtube channel or your favorite podcast platform you know it really helps to show out immensely i'll be back in a couple weeks with another law enforcement professional same black time same black channel but till then you know what's next stay black and blue i'm out peace
1: This has been a maitre d' entertainment presentation.